This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like some more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call 808-791-2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. Now, when envisioning your future retirement, it's easy to focus almost entirely on the big things like your budget and your cash flow, where you're going to live, your healthcare strategy, and what you intend to leave behind for your loved ones. But while those things are certainly important, you should also weigh some of the lesser discussed elements that could make your retirement a happier one. As I like to remind my clients, retirement is your reward for decades of hard work, careful strategizing and financial discipline. While you still have bills and responsibilities in retirement, it's also a time of life when you get to do things that make you happiest. Now, before we begin solving the mystery of a happy retirement, let me introduce my co-host with us as always, Tony Shore, who has enough insights and know-how to solve any mystery. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'm the Watson to your homes, right? Uh When it comes to solving financial mysteries. Um, I'm just kind of along for the ride. I hand you the magnifying glass, I guess. Um, but hey, you know, we're, we're a nuts and bolts kind of show. So I, I think that's good, Greg. Our goal here, I think, is to provide the listeners with your professional expertise in a way that's going to answer their questions and address their concerns. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting a little philosophical from time to time. And I think it's a big aspect of retirement. Uh, is being content or having a purpose, right? Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And with many people living longer than ever before, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Retirement is at least 20 years, if not 25, sometimes 30 years long. And when it comes to feeling fulfilled during the course of two to three decades, happiness definitely matters. And I have an AARP article, uh, Tony, I'm going to cite titled uh, 10 Secrets of a Happy Retirement. It's got some interesting and hopefully useful information I'm excited to share today. Um, If you want to review this article for yourself, it's available at aarp.org. Now, the first thing you may want to focus on is being a bigger saver than you are a spender. Many financial service professionals recommend having at least a half a million dollars in the bank when you cross the retirement finish line. Now, one way to potentially reach that savings goal is to pay off your mortgage as soon as possible. And I'm sure it's no surprise for many folks that a mortgage is their single biggest monthly expense. That means eliminating your mortgage payment, and that will allow you to focus on saving money as well as your broader retirement strategy. Well, yeah, that's huge. Obviously, weekend getaways, extra rounds of golf during retirement, uh, that'll all be easier if you have uh, extra cash socked away, right? Yeah, no mortgage payment means lower income goal, which is easier to accomplish. 
Yeah, that's right. And speaking of hobbies, you know, pursuits is another important piece of that retirement puzzle. Uh, when I think of some of my most content retired clients, they share similarities like a desire to explore new parts of the country and world as well as a sincere desire to keep learning. While it's true that after you've left work for the last time, you shouldn't feel compelled to build your days around alarm clocks and long commutes. You also shouldn't spend your days in front of the TV, you know, watching old reruns and sitcoms and game shows. We always say, Tony, you're not retiring away from something like your job. You're retiring to something, a new chapter in life. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. Having a purpose. And I think working closely with somebody like yourself is also uh, a big part of this because Hey, even if you hit your savings goal and you feel good about your overall retirement or financial strategy, you need to monitor that strategy and have a written plan, make adjustments as needed, and know which pitfalls to avoid. It doesn't go away just because you're retired. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Good point. And there's no reason to try and figure out all the financial components of your retirement by yourself, right? Put an expert on your team or a team on your team. <laughs> right. Now, while learning to play pickleball or scuba diving uh, during retirement is an important part of your health and well-being, you shouldn't dismiss the importance and power of having some routines. So you may want to consider working as a volunteer, maybe reading at your grandkids' elementary school, maybe delivering food for Meals on Wheels or Uber Eats or when organizing uh, maybe a monthly potluck with your friends. So any routine uh, is going to be important because it's something that you can build your calendar around. Yeah. You mentioned pickleball. It's funny because uh, I recently read an article about pickleball and saw a news story on it as well. I guess it's a, they say it's the fastest growing sport in the world. Wow. It must so. be because we talked about pickleball on our last show. Yeah. Well, I know that they we had nice big tennis courts, four big courts, beautiful in a local park in my neighborhood. And I remember when my kids were little, we used to walk down there, you know, hit the ball back and forth across the net, play a little tennis. Uh, but uh, they they tore them all up and put in pickleball courts. There's no tennis court. there. Yeah, we're, we're seeing them all over here, too. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you're right. I mean, hey, if you've spent decades at eight or nine hours a day, five days a week, that gave you plenty of structure to build a routine around. But when you retire, hey, all of a sudden your structure's gone, your social interaction is gone. And I think that's a shock to the system if you don't have a strategy. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well said. And if you don't want to fill those days obsessively checking your portfolio, you know, watching it go up and down or doom scrolling news sites, you know, and going down a, a rabbit hole. <laughs> doom scrolling. <laughs> I know. I know. I was just talking to a client and uh, that's all he does is reading all these like, you know, bad. Oh. And when markets are bad, that's all you can see. You know, you search and you just find right. oh, this uh, end of the world and all this stuff. The doom and gloom. Yeah. Yep. You need to get out there and experience your community. You know what I mean? Visit some restaurants and neighborhoods you haven't been to in a long time. Maybe go, um, to a high school theater production. I mean, there's lots of ideas. Communities offer so much more than what appears at first glance. Now, of course, uh, for many folks I work with, time with grandkids is a huge part of the retirement plan. And while that's healthy, you should also be mindful not allowing your family to become too reliant on you. More specifically, remember that no matter how much you love being with your grandkids, chances are good that you're also going to want some time for yourself, whether it's going on a cruise or having lunch on a regular basis with an old friend or coworker. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being consistent caregiver to your grandkids. Just remember it's okay to say no sometimes. Yeah, for sure. 
and work with somebody <clears> like <throat> yourself. That's a, that's a key to help with all of these things and to make it a part of your plan. How can our listeners get a hold of you, Greg? Well, our listeners can visit my website at therogroup.org or call my office at 808-791-2924 if you have any questions about the steps you can take right now to potentially make your retirement happier and more rewarding. That's awesome. And obviously, retirement can be an adventure with a lot of chapters, which means you have to know how to spend all that time. It's really important, and that's what we've been talking about so far today. What do you have for us next? Well, I'm going to pull back to our article here from AARP, 10 Secrets of a Happy Retirement. It's got some more information I want to share. Uh, After your retirement party ends and you walk across the parking lot to your car for the first time, you're leaving work, your personal identity changes. Now, if you spend 45 years as an accountant, well, what are you now? You know, that's a psychological hurdle that retirees need to navigate. You know, sometimes your career is, is your identity. And this is the point at which it may be time to find a new purpose, a new identity. If you've always been admiring uh, that house in the neighborhood with the huge garden, why not ring the doorbell, get a little advice and grow one of your own? I have clients who volunteer at the information desk at the airport. While it's sometimes challenging, you know, they also meet people from all around the world and they take satisfaction in helping people during stressful moments. Ultimately, retirement is a blank piece of paper waiting for a story, but it's not going to write itself. You have to write it. Right. I love that analogy. I mean, a lot of people crave adventure to varying degrees, but you don't have to wait around for adventure. You can make it happen yourself. In fact, you shouldn't wait around for something to happen. You've got to make it happen. Exactly. And another way to potentially make your retirement more fulfilling is to maintain close connections with your circle of friends. To be clear, social media check-ins or the occasional email just isn't going to cut it. I'm talking about regular get-togethers, dinner, uh, a show, maybe even a group vacation or uh, a neighbor island trip or whatever if you're with us here in Hawaii. Um, Regular face-to-face relationships are, in my opinion, an essential part of retirement. And while keeping up with your old friends is important, don't disregard the power of making new ones, even when you're in your 60s and 70s. If you volunteer at a nonprofit that's always got younger volunteers, take some time and get to know them. Friendships with people who are younger than you may be a a good way to keep up with the latest movies or bingeable TV shows. You know, looking for advice on how to program the radio stations on your new car that seems like more like a moving computer now than an automobile. (laughs) Someone younger might be able to help you out. Yeah. That's for sure. I'll tell you what, the newer the car, uh, the more complicated it gets. And on previous shows, Greg, you've talked about um, the dangers of social social isolation quite a mm-hmm. bit and how it can impact people in retirement, both physical and mental health. So continuing to put yourself out there to meet new people, I think that's a way that people can head off that isolation. Yeah. And you know, golf club is another good idea too. Like if you like playing golf, just going with one or two partners, join a club and do some competition. That's, that's a lot of fun, a little way to meet some new people too. Now we've alluded to this next point um, a bit today, but let's focus closely on the idea that retirement is also the time when you can finally try many things that you didn't have time for while you were working. Um, you know, hang gliding, deep sea fishing, <laughs> tour bus, so you don't have to go crazy, but the list can go on and on. I mean, the world is your oyster. So eat, eat all you want. And one note of caution here, many financial service professionals, myself included, urge their clients to experience retirement for a year or two before making any firm and final decisions on moving to a new community. 
I think this is particularly important if you live in, let's say, the Chicago suburbs and are pondering a permanent move to Key West, Florida, a place you visited many times but never really lived full time. No matter how many times you vacation in a particular place and no matter how much you enjoy it, moving there can permanently change you know, your, your perception of it. And it's going to have a bit of a learning curve to it. Well, yeah, for sure. I think that's a great point. I mean, spending a week or two in a place can give you a reasonably good window into what it would be like to live there, but it's probably not enough time to consider things like how long does it take to drive to the post office or where's the nearest, nearest grocery store or, you know, how different is the culture? So, uh, I think you need to put a little bit of a time and and effort into that. Yeah, like um, a lot of locals here moved to Las Vegas, you know, because it's so much fun to go there vacation. But when you live there, <laughs> it changes quite a bit. You know, you don't go to the Strip anymore. Um, it just becomes kind of a desert town. Yeah, that's true. It really does. So, that's true. Just because you like vacationing there doesn't necessarily mean it's a, it's a good place to live. No, I love to visit, but I could not live there. Yep. Next point I have, Tony, is when you enter into retirement, um, investing with an eye kept towards growth rather than 100% income is another good way to increase your contentment in retirement. You know, we avoid going into specifics about investing during our shows because we simply don't have the time to properly address all the rules and regulations and everything that we have to deal with. But bottom line is the more you aim towards income, the less growth you're going to get. And the, but the more you aim towards growth, the less income you're going to get. So you got to find that that sweet spot for growth and income. And I highly recommend working uh, closely with a financial services professional to accomplish that perfect balance. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important, obviously. <clears throat> I mean, for me, it's always best to work with somebody like yourself uh, to get that financial strategy down. Make sure you do have the proper balance. Make it a part of the plan, right? Definitely. I'm having a plan uh, just takes the stress out of it. You know where your income's going to yeah. be coming from. There's no guesswork and seeing your portfolio continue to, to grow. And I mean, don't know it doesn't grow in a straight line. You know, there's some ups and downs, but as long as for the long yeah. run, you're in it for growth, you'll, you'll be fine. Um, the next way to potentially craft a retirement that's full of contentment is to focus on your health, right? Clearly, the better your health, the more likely you are to truly enjoy your travels and new hobbies. As you age, exercise every day and eat well. And your calendar and your budget will thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I think uh, health is important and you're right. I mean, if you want to be healthy when you enter retirement, so you're able to do all the things uh, that you've been wanting to do, right? And you're able to have a happier retirement and the healthier you are, the more money you'll save in retirement because healthcare is very expensive, even in retirement. So what's what's another thing you have for us regarding? Well, I, uh, this one I like. It says to be uh, frugal, but not too frugal. You know, retirement isn't the time to just spend money for the sake of it. But you know what? You've earned your retirement. So don't worry too much about spoiling yourself a little. You know, take in a ball game. Take the grandkids on a vacation. Maybe take a cruise. Uh, maybe upgrade to first class on your next trip. You know, spend a little bit of the money. Yeah. Yeah. Spend the money. That's true. I mean, you want to spend it well you can. I mean, you know, you want to use some of that money during your go-go years, you know. Uh, you don't want to use it all. Uh, but at the same time, you know, these people that just hold on to every penny, you can't take it with exactly. you. Uh, that's, that's part of the problem <laughs> there. And, you know, this is important. You know, these steps that people can take 
uh, with the goal of making their retirement more content. What do you have for us next? Well, as we've touched on already in our first two segments, you know, spending time with your grandkids, watching your waistline, having healthy habits, taking up new hobbies are all important parts of the retirement journey. But in reality, money matters. And while a select few will have more money saved than they'll ever need, many retirees will have to live within the parameters of a budget. So I have a second article also from AARP, and this one's titled Seven Ways to Live a Little in Retirement. Now, it provides some interesting insights and what I think many listeners will find useful. So as first piece of advice, work with a financial service professional. That certainly brings a smile to my face, right? (laughs) Now, on one hand, retirement can bring feelings of optimism and possibility it can also, on the other hand, fill some people with endless worry. They may be consistently asking themselves, do I have enough money? How long is this going to last? And that's what we talked about um, in our last point, Tony, is having a plan and knowing where that money is going to come from, knowing your magic number, it takes the stress and the worry away out of it. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Um, you know, and I, I think uh, I'm the one that needs to be telling people, though, that they should be working with a financial professional. I thought that's the arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, it seems like that's what I'm doing, but uh, it is important. I mean, I'll let you have that line this time because really all of this comes down to how much planning you do ahead of time. And if you find yourself in retirement and you don't have a plan for these things, I know Greg, you're more than happy to talk to our listeners. About that. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, most Americans do not have a retirement plan, um, and that's 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 a fact that I looked up on Wikipedia actually to, to verify that, and uh, it's like 66% or something people do not have a retirement plan. So you got to have a plan. It's going to take stress out, and you're going to have your investments aligned with your risk tolerance. It's going to be good. Um, another important uh, it, point is to be uh, lockstep with your spouse or your partner. No matter how well you get along or how often you agree on things, there's a good chance your retirement goals may at least be slightly different than your spouse's. Not having open and frank conversations about your ideal retirements, it could potentially strain both your relationship and your financial strategy. Uh, But don't let that fill you with too much dread. Even if you have different ideas for retirement, in my experience, just some open dialogue could help you build um, consensus and head into retirement with smiles on your faces. Yeah, that's the goal. Smile, right? And be happy in retirement. Be content in retirement. That's what we're talking about. I mean, you know, if you've dreamed of something like traveling around the world or a photo safari in Africa, yet your spouse has always talked about, you know, just wanting to hang out in Paris, uh, you know, why not talk to your financial services professional about doing both? Maybe you can do both. Yeah, right. Uh, safari in Africa and Paris. Yeah, trade off. You know, you pick the vacation one time, your yeah. spouse picks it the next time. But as long as you have enough income to, to have those kind of trips, then yes. But that, <laughs> that's the, and that's where you come yeah. in. Um, as you experience your retirement and become more certain that your financial strategy is working, be sure to give ample consideration to any significant changes to how you spend your money. You know, if you're only previously nibbled at your savings and then suddenly you're taking giant bites out of it, you know, what's that going to do in the long run? Um, again, taking a look at travel, what would uh, beginning to take more trips uh, and periodically more expensive ones than you usually take mean in your overall financial plan 10, 15 years down the road? You know, I certainly don't want to imply that you shouldn't take more trips, only that you should give it enough thought and address it as part of your your income plan. Yeah. 
Yeah, there, there you go. And I think it, it does need to be a part of that, right? And uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, getting a second opinion from someone you trust when it comes to financial matters. And I'm not going to name names, Greg Gunther, <laughs> but I, I know a guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Though it may sound simplistic, there may be real value in writing out a comprehensive list of your retirement goals. Just make sure your budget can keep pace with those goals. And don't lose sight of the fact that even if you enter retirement in excellent health, there's a reasonable chance that you'll eventually reach a moment when you can no longer do some of the things that are on your bucket list. Uh, so therefore, if you have travel that will require lots of physical activity, you may want to put that near in the beginning of your uh, retirement to-do list. Yeah. And don't wait until you've been retired 20 years to hike the Appalachian Trail. That's what you're saying. Right? <laughs> exactly. I, I, I get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. It. A, a satisfying retirement may also include willingness to splurge a bit every now and then. You know, strategically splurging every so often may help shake up your routine, help you experience life through a different lens. You know, next time you're flying, like I said, try that first class upgrade. Um, swap maybe that three-star hotel for one five-star hotel. Do this once in a while. And you know, while I like a good Subway sandwich as, any, as anybody, you know, you could also give yourself a little uh, latitude to occasionally enjoy the fine dining experience. You know, in the end, it comes down to something that I've said often to my clients as well as on our show, Tony. Retirement just just, it isn't just a place you find yourself. It's a lifestyle that you've created for yourself. It's a reward for all your hard work and your careful financial discipline. And it's okay to reward yourself a little bit. Yeah, that's a, that's, I'm glad you said that. It's okay to reward yourself, right? I mean, uh, you worked all those years and it's, it's okay to reward yourself. It just like, it's okay to spend some of that money. You say. Mm -hmm. I like the suggestion though, that retirement isn't something that just happens randomly. It's something you build a framework for along with your financial services professional. You work alongside a financial advisor like yourself. And once you get that framework built, the plan, uh, you do the work of sticking to it. And, and that's how you get the rewards. You know, it, it's not like retirement it should sneak up on us or it should surprise us. I mean, we all know it's going to happen and it's mm. something we have years to prepare for. So, Hopefully we can take advantage of that, but no matter where you are at in the process, you need the help of a professional. There's no reason to go it alone. Yeah. And, um, isn't that the reason we go to work is so that someday we don't have to. So <laughs> that is part of the plan. It should be your ultimate goal. And I want to repeat this. What we said earlier, um, Tony is don't look at it like you're retiring away from something. Look at it as you're retiring to something. It's a new freedom. It's a new way of life and embrace it. You know, to me, you should always view your retirement as an opportunity to provide experiences for your loved ones uh, that may help them create the types of memories um, that you guys will, will share for a long time and that they'll hold with them after you're gone. Take your grandkids to Washington, D.C. for a week. Experience all those great museums and history. You know, the buy them that Smithsonian t-shirt and eat gooey slices of pizza and just, just live it up and have a great, great time. That way, when your grandkids are themselves in their 70s, they'll still fondly recall that trip to Washington and they'll be great grandparents themselves. Yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, that's that's huge. And this has been an excellent show. I love this topic, Greg, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners? Yeah, just to kind of sum it up, retirement isn't all about financial planning, but definitely have a plan in place. Know where your income is going to be coming from. Know how much you're going to need. Know how much you're going to spend. But 
have a fun plan. Know exactly what you're going to do. If you have any questions, what you heard during the show today, you want a second opinion on your income plan, or you want to get one started, or you want to talk about maybe some of these fun ideas on how to spend your time in retirement, give us a call, 808-791-2924. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunn. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.